This is 680 CJOB. Hey, everybody. It's a beautiful long weekend, and I hope you're all going to enjoy it to the fullest. I'm Kevin Bergen, and this is the main ingredient. And you know sometimes you meet people that you know are your kind of people. My kind of people are ones who are generous and kind and are committed to their family and friends. And today, I'm talking to two awesome people just like that. Laniel Smith and Melissa Hribb are the owners of the extremely popular Marion Street Eatery located at 393 Marion Street in St. Boniface. And I had the privilege to have dinner in their restaurant and then talk to them here at 680 CJOB Studios. We're going to talk about a little bit of the background of you two. How do, how do you pronounce your first name? Laniel. 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 I've never like heard Captain that name before. and Tenille is typically how people L. remember it. I say La and Neil. Laniel. Oh, that works too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you pronounce your last name? Hribb. Crib? Like a rib with an H. Crib. You guys have said oh. this uh, like oh. a thousand times. Probably right? maybe once before. Yeah, yeah. probably. Okay. <laughs> each every day. <laughs> How do you guys know each other? Uh, we met 10 years ago in June at well, the Winnipeg airport. You just told me actually yeah, we're I having just... our 10 year anniversary this coming June, June sometime. I don't know how you remember that. But, yeah, I've uh, got a memory. <laughs> yeah, we did meet in the Winnipeg airport. What do you mean you met in the airport? Were you guys going somewhere? Like how did, how yeah. did you come about? We were going to meet in, or going to compete, sorry, in Skills Canada competition representing Manitoba. Laniel was competing for serving. I was competing for cooking. And one of our um, mutual instructors introduced us. Said, hey, you guys got to meet. You're going to be roommates for the next yeah. couple days. Yeah. And we, uh, our rooms were adjoining. And yeah, we met, had a great weekend, had a good time. And the rest is history, <laughs> I guess, so they say. <laughs> Which is awesome. You guys seem to get along really well, especially, you know, if you're going to be business partners, I guess you need to be, right? Yeah. Well, we actually, the, I guess what helped with that is we worked together before. We knew that we can work well together before we became friends. And that's kind of what helped us along the road, mm-hmm. I'd say. So Definitely. I, mean, I can work with you. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, hey, we're friends too. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Our friendship just developed because of working together instead of the other way around, right? Yeah. I think when people work or are friends first and then start to work together, I think you might like get more annoyed, sort of like. Yeah, but we mm-hmm. like. But you knew you liked each other that. Yeah, way. yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. we knew that we respected one another. Not good. Yeah, exactly. But we knew that, like Lineal always says, like we have so much respect for one another when it comes to like our work ethic because we're just. We're both a little bit crazy and just. I didn't our, notice that the other night. Yeah. We're just willing to work. Just, I guess, basically do whatever it takes to make the world go around for our business or for really family, friends. Feeding people. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's just, yeah, we're both really intense. So let's talk about the eatery. And before it was created, what was it before? Uh, I can I can talk about yeah. this one. Um, <laughs> that mine. So we had so it's actually uh, the Marion Street Eateries in the Marion Hotel. It's a family run business. Mm-hmm. So my parents have owned the hotel thirty two years. Wow. Uh, thirty three coming up in October. So it's a pretty amazing thing. So family business. Uh, it was a Polish restaurant prior to the mm. eatery, uh, with dark shades, and it was a very dark space. And um, but it was still an an. It was still a great spot. It worked. Their borscht was amazing. I will never forget their borscht. Um, but yeah, it was a Polish restaurant for 18 years. And then we ate there. I ate there as growing up all the time. And when the space came up, it was, I knew Melissa was a phone call and a, an arm twist away <laughs> or a bottle of champagne away, whatever <laughs> yeah. it takes. Let's go for a drink. Um, uh, yeah. Let's go for a drink. Let's, let's open a restaurant. Great <laughs> idea. Um, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, and so the restaurant's kind of just been a, the space has always been there, right? Um, a part of the hotel. So, 
Okay, before it was your restaurant. It was a restaurant, but before it was your restaurant, obviously we know who convinced who. Mm -hmm. How much convincing did it take? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I think Lanille approached me about the idea probably in like February, January, February, something like that. We did always briefly talk. Well, actually, no, we did always talk about opening a restaurant yeah. and how it would be a dream to one day work together again and open a restaurant. And then uh, I, I eventually ended up coming into the family business and I said Kate Melissa like dreams over like I'm in the family business now like we're let's do it I'm, like, <laughs> playtime's over yeah, yeah pretty let's much let's go let's go <laughs> and uh yeah so I think she she approached me I think it was like winter maybe early spring yeah. and then she just said okay like by the beginning of June I want to know so I said okay so I thought about it, thought about it, thought about it. I had a great job working at a golf course that mm -hmm. I really liked. I was executive chef there. And so she came over. We had a bottle of wine on my patio. And I'll never forget. I said, yeah, I'm in. And she just like looked at me with this blank stare. Like, Did you think she was going to say no? What? Like, I think you I were, didn't know. You know, I, I had no clue so what you were going to say. Like, like, because there was, there was times where I was like, She's going to say yes. And then there's other days where it's like, ah, she's going to shut me down for sure. Like, there's no way she's going to yeah. say yes. Um, and then I guess it was just so up in the air. It was yeah. I, I didn't know. And I would have been okay with whatever answer you gave. Yeah. I would have probably pushed a little bit harder had you said no right there. I would have. More wine. I got another bottle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Got no, but I. back pocket ready for you. But yeah, I'll never forget that moment, though, like saying yes and then seeing that like blank look on her face. And then we were like, OK, we're going to open a restaurant. And then it was kind of like. What kind of a restaurant are we going to open? Mm -hmm, and it mm -hmm. just sort of like it was we like had right then we there we sat no there clue. we started kind of jotting down ideas and talking down yeah. ideas and uh, and a lot of those you still have the scrapbook with, absolutely with some yeah. of the stuff that we talked it's, about right there on that that day and that initial saying yes and like it's it's pretty much what we decided in that moment whereas like most people probably dream about it for like years I want to open this or that or whatever we, we, sure, we yeah. were just like let's open a restaurant what kind of restaurant should we open so. But it's it's worked out well for us. We're very lucky. Mm -hmm. So when you decided to do that, did your family already know that that's what you wanted to do? Like the the the, the original place is closing down. So did you pitch the idea to them first and then her? Like who was who, how did how did it go in order? Uh, I think it was kind of like me, your family, back to me, back to your family. You like were I first. Did, I had to get yeah. the yes out of her before right. I had to then take it back to the family table and say, okay, here, here's what I've got, and kind of give them the sales pitch. Right. Um, my mom was an avid, um, she, like, she was an avid, like, never open a restaurant. It's, like, way too much <laughs> And work. my mom was the same, too. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, yeah, like get she, out of the restaurant industry, you work way too hard. Uh-huh. Yeah, she ran uh, the Bomber Hotel in Red Lake, uh, probably in the early 80s, late 70s. Um, and I very vividly remember her saying, don't ever get into this racket. I love it. We yeah. didn't listen. <laughs> no, and I remember her telling me the stories about mixing the soup and making the chili and, and just how it, was, it it can so easily kind of just take over all aspects of your life. So how, how, um, would they, how did they receive that news then? Okay, so not only one, but both of you now are saying, <laughs> yeah, hey, we're going to open our own restaurant. Well, my mom... Basically, once I decided, okay, I'm going to become a chef, she just got over it, right? right. But but when I said, you know, Lanielle's approached me with this idea, she just was kind of like, oh, I don't know, like, you know, I'll play devil's advocate a little bit. But then when of I course. said, when I said, okay, mom, like, I'm going to do it, she said, I knew your answer was yes all along. Like, I don't know why you hesitated for the last, <laughs> like, two months. So I kind of said, yeah, you're right. So, yeah, it's pretty funny. We're going to find out what Lanielle's family thought when she told him about her opening a restaurant with her best buddy, Melissa, when we continue talking about the Marion Street Eatery after the break.
Have you ever been told by your parents not to do something for a living just to years later tell them that's exactly what you want to do? Marion Street Eatery owners Laniel and Melissa's parents have experience in the restaurant industry, so they know firsthand how hard it is and advise them not to do it, but they couldn't pass up a great opportunity. And what about your parents? Uh, you know, it was, it was, I guess it was, I don't even know what to say about that one. Like it's like, in their place. Okay, yeah. so the, the, uh, the, the existing vendors decide that they're retiring, they're done. So if you hadn't come along, would it have still been a restaurant space with someone else renting or would they have turned it into something else? Yeah, we would have probably leased it out. Yeah. Um, but it was just a matter of, you know, my having the right partner in it, uh, yeah. right, having the right vision. And, you know, at the end of the day, they weren't like, my mom's no longer with us. Like oh, she had I'm passed uh, two years prior to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but I, it was just like, okay, as long as I don't have to, for my dad, he was just like, mm-hmm. as long yeah. as I don't got to do any of the work go for it, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, take it and run. Right. Like the space is there and uh, we're happy if you use it, but. I think he kind of yeah. thought you were a bit crazy. Like, what are you getting yourself into sort of like, but yeah. I think we were both just so energetic and so excited before it all started that it just. You're not like that at all right yeah. now, at all. <laughs> Very late. But, but I don't know how, like, I don't know how we could have been like, no, this is a bad idea, right? Like we were just so like, we could sell them on it because we were just so excited. Selling ice too and. Eskimo? Eskimo, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> but um, but yeah, we had like we had kind of a set vision. We hadn't uh, we had a plan, and mm-hmm. then we just kind of just sold it to him. And he said, "Okay, well, you know, if that's what you choose to do, like, be prepared for the work involved with it." And and you know, I support I support that that you've chosen the right partner for it, and that you guys are. You know, mm-hmm. he he wanted to clean his hands out of it. He didn't want to have anything to do with it. A smart man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so smart. Yeah. But uh, and he actually happened to be away. The It was the two months that we, so we opened February the 10th was the official date uh, that we did open. And uh, he took off. He goes down south January, end of January, beginning mm-hmm. of February. So he was gone for the first two months that the restaurant had been open. Wow. So yeah. when he came home, I remember, I that remember first him day, walking he in. He just was like, what is this place? Because he hadn't seen it finished. Right. Like, and it, it was full. Like he couldn't even get a seat and he was just like, what is happening? And I remember just running up to him, giving a huge hug and just being like, oh, it's been so busy. Because when he left for his trip, it was in Desiree. Like, yeah, it was just was in construction. Yeah. We were in mid-construction. And then when he comes back a month and a half later, you know, we're in full operations. The restaurant's full. He can't get a table. And he's like, oh, my, like, yeah, like, what is going on That is here? awesome. He must have been jacked. Like, seriously, that's I awesome. Think he, was just, like, he just, like, walked out, and I, he just had this look on his face like, what <laughs> is going on? Yeah, it was, that was pretty funny. Yeah, but I think it was also a very proud moment for mm-hmm. him, too. I think yeah. it was pretty special that, because uh, he can see we were right into it. And, uh, you know, and there's people there that he recognized, too. And I, and I think that was a pretty special it was definitely a special moment seeing him walk in those doors the first time. That was mm-hmm. pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. That's an awesome story. Yeah. Um, speaking of busy, so I know you guys kind of had a template or had a vision in your mind of, you know, the amount of people at the other restaurant was getting, hey, you know, that's how many people are going to start off in our restaurant. And you guys kind of got uh, you're a little bit wrong. You kind of got <laughs> smoked a little a bit. A little bit. <laughs> right. So your expectations were what? Probably like 50 people a day, max. We're Lowered like, expectations. Yeah. <laughs> we, we had no clue, right? We were like, yeah. oh, like 50, 60 people a day would be awesome, right? And we did like our projections with Laniel's brother, who is an accountant. And we were like, okay, if we have one server and one cook, it'll be great. These are expenses. This is, this this is, is our expected revenue. Yeah. Can we make this work? And 
it's we do 10 times that amount sometimes on the weekends so it's uh yeah and like i mean we've never done the amount of people that we were hoping for we've always done more like i think our opening day we served like 80 people or something yep. which was just yeah crazy since, since then we've never done under 100 i bet in yeah. one day yeah. did you guys advertise when you first opened it just like you know we'll just uh, open and see what happens just a little like a little bit here. of social social media but yep. that was it like nothing else I'm very grateful for family and friends. Yes, family and friends. <laughs> family and friends. Did a lot of amazing things for us at the beginning, making the restaurant look full. Yeah. People, <laughs> feed people. We got to practice on our family and friends yeah. for the first for the first little bit. But uh, I think it was just lots of people in the community too. Like, right? Like the hotel's been there for so long; they've got a good reputation within St. Boniface. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a lot of like local business people and just people are like, "Oh, what? Like, what is this place? I've never been in the hotel and like that sort of thing." So. And St. Boniface is an it's an amazing oh, neighborhood. Yeah, like yeah. it honestly is. Like, mm-hmm. talk about like a supportive environment, a supportive commu- community. Like we've got that right there. Like it's it surrounds us. So that's a, that's a pretty Absolutely. special thing to have as well. Okay, let's talk about the, the whole family affair thing. Because as I ate, you know, I mm-hmm. sat around, you know, your whole family, your sisters, your babies, your yeah. husbands. Um, but I did notice uh, that it seems like you guys bring people in. Your personalities are, are really, you know, um, you're really outgoing. People are seem to be really attracted to you guys. Um, and you're kind of drawn to you. But the food keeps them. So um, how, how involved was everything? I know that you, your husband, one of your husbands, did a lot of the construction. Liniel's yep. husband. Yeah. yeah. It was box all construction. Yeah. Plug that one in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was my husband who did. So he did all the pre-construction work for it. And then his company, family company came in and they, they did all the construction. Right. And you and your sister run the hotel part two? Yep. So it's my sister and I, my dad that yep. run the hotel. And uh, it was always my mom and my dad. Yep. And then my sister and I came on board. My brother, my brother's with us as well. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, going your sister's this? husband recently just came on board with yeah. helping run the hotel as well. And your mom works in the kitchen. And my mom works in the kitchen. Yes. And our husbands are extremely supportive. So if we didn't have that, we wouldn't be able to work. Yeah, at they the were restaurant. when they showed up and they had hey, with the babies. They, and- exactly. They showed up with the babies. We were working. And, well, <laughs> we were just having meetings. And yeah. It's like that was our number one, though, because I remember even. There was, like, for the first six months, I don't even think I saw Dan. Like, no. he'd come in the restaurant, and then I'd have to send him away because I'd have to say, it's too busy, honey. Like, we can't serve you. you got to go eat at the I Dairy Whip. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, Dairy Whip's great. So yeah. uh, so we'd send them next door and say, you know, we can't feed you. Like, we got to feed these hands here that have people that are of new customers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he'd go, what? Like, Yeah. But, you heard me. But, go. Yeah. <laughs> get, get out of here. Um, but, uh, but, you know, it's super supportive environment, super supportive family are, are like, forever grateful to each and every Absolutely. one of them. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sports news and a weather break coming up next. And then more with the Marion Street Eatery here on The Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB. Welcome back to the show. I'm Kevin Bergen. And this week I'm talking with the owners of the Marion Street Eatery, Laniel Smith and Melissa Harib. And we're talking about how the restaurant is for everyone, especially families. It's definitely a family environment. Like even when you come into like one of our, I guess one of the things that when it came to when we were planning the space and Mm -hmm. when we were kind of trying to figure out like what is our, you know, I guess an important thing for, for me is do what you do and do it well, right? Like find what you're doing, like figure out what it is that you want to be, how you want to be represented, what you want to be known for and be really good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like and focus on that, like as opposed to trying to like take on too much, just be really good at what 
mm-hmm. you want to be. So for us, it was like we wanted to really focus on comfort food, being a space for families, being an environment where our families can come and be comfortable, but also you and your family can come in and be comfortable. So so there's lots of aspects to like creating the menu, creating the space that we're focused around that. Mm-hmm. So something like the meatloaf on the menu is it's a recipe that comes from it's one of Melissa's mom's recipes. That That's meatloaf. awesome. Mm-hmm. And that That's meatloaf cool. has never come off the menu since day one. Uh, it's an incredible seller. Um, and it's meatloaf. So mm-hmm. it's ki- it's kind of a funny thing to have yeah. on the menu. But uh, but that's a great seller selling item. And then even when you're walking in the doors, like the, you know, we have all different types of chairs. They're all wooden chairs and they're all older chairs. It's We want people to relate to the space and go, hey, my grandma used to have that same chair. Yeah. Like out at the, the farmhouse, out in the country. And that's like, that's the feel that we want people to have to come into the space and be able to relate to it one aspect for another, but but relate to it based mm-hmm. on family. Like yeah. we're family space, 100%. Definitely. Yeah. The space, who designed the space? Speaking of which, the restaurant itself, uh, you know, the, the little things. How did you guys Well, we did it, it together. Yeah. I think Lineal had more of like a vision with like growing up like with the space, whereas like for me, I'd kind of only been in the space once we started talking about opening the restaurant. Right. Um, but yeah, I think we, you know, you can kind of see there's sort of like pieces of both of us. Like I'm very more like I'm modern style, whereas Lineal really likes like antique style. So I think we've kind of sort of... Meshed it. Yeah, put it together. That was sort of our goal, right? Because like not everybody likes antique style, not everybody likes modern, but I think we were able to sort of achieve both with a space that we have. I think so too. Mm-hmm. Super cozy. Mm-hmm. Um, the menu. Let's talk about the menu, Melissa. Let's do it. I'm ready. <laughs> How'd you come up with it? That's that's your brainchild, your baby. And I guess it's a good thing that your mom's meatloaf is a good seller. Because how do you tell your mom, mom, I'm just going to, I'm just going to take it off. She menu. was like, don't put it on the menu. No, that can't go on the menu. <laughs> like if anything, she's like, take it off. Right. Yeah. So, um, no, I think, you know, I think when we first started this whole project, like Lineal and I said, like, what types of things would we like to see on the menu? Right. right. And that's when we said, you know, meatloaf, chili, mac and cheese, like right when we came up with the concept of doing comfort food, I think it was really easy to be like, okay, what sorts of things did we grow up with, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, sometimes you do shepherd's pie for special or like, you know, stuff like that. Things that, you know, maybe your mom would have made or your grandma would have made for you. Um, so I think we really focused on that at first. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now we change the menu uh, seasonally. So spring, summer, and then uh, fall, winter. Um, so, you know, w- with that, um, a lot of the kitchen staff gets the opportunity to help come up with menu items. Um, obviously, they don't make it on the menu unless it's Lineal and Melissa approved. Um, but, you know, we try to bring in different flavors, you know, different things that are more seasonal. Uh, but all in all, keeping comfort food, keeping like home cozy, you know, what makes you feel good when you eat, mm-hmm. um, you know, keeping that in mind the whole time. Right. The spicy chicken wrap that I had, as mm-hmm. I told you before, was yep. really good. How did you guys come up with that? And the, I told you the, the whole peanut thing I was thinking <laughs> as I bit it, I'm like, it's funny because something that I have kind of questioned ended up being the best thing inside it. Yeah. So that, that's well, got to be a really... it ties it all together, it does. right? It's, oh, it's really So good. I think, uh, you know, I came up with that right when we... For, that's been on the menu since day one. Has it? Yeah. And I think like we always wanted to put like a chicken wrap on, but I was like, hey, we need something to make it interesting, right? Because right. you can go anywhere and get a chicken wrap with bacon and lettuce and tomatoes. Like, who cares, right? right? But I thought, you know, we want to do something spicy. And then, yeah, we just... Lena was like, oh, we got to put like nuts in or something. And I was like, peanuts. And then it just kind of evolved from there, right? Like. I just remember one of the old managers in the bar, he always, like, loved those peanuts. And when I first fed them to him, he was like, no, these are amazing. Like, these have to go inside that wrap. And, yeah, I think it was just, you know, developing the menu. I think it was just a lot of people tasting and putting in their opinion and I think doing what was right in the end, what we felt was right for the space. What was the dish that you guys told me that 
people made up a little petition because you took it off. <laughs> I thought that's hilarious. The clubhouse, that darn clubhouse. Yeah. Gets us every time. Yeah. It's back, though. It's back. Every time I picture people picketing in yeah. front, you know. <laughs> it actually happened very close. Um, yeah, the clubhouse, It's it's been a, a forever feud. Yeah. Um, it's an amazing, amazing sandwich coming on the menu end of June. Uh, no, end of May. Uh, end of May, sorry. End of May. Yeah. End of May. Uh, the clubhouse will be back on the menu. So to all you petitioners out there, <laughs> it's, it's going to be back. Um, but yeah, that was a, that's a big ticket item, that one. Really? Um, that must have been tough to take off. Well, we took it off because to replace it with the hot turkey, right? And right. when we take the hot turkey off, people are mad about that. So it's just about like, you know, we got, we have different seasons, mm-hmm. eaters, you know, we have to change things up and it, and. The other reason why we like to change things, too, is it's kind of fun in the kitchen to switch things up. If you have to make the same thing every day, all day long, for an entire year, for for the rest of time, like... What's wrong with that, huh? No, no. It's very exciting, isn't it? It's not exciting. <laughs> it's not exciting. <laughs> Ask the staff. It's way more exciting creating and developing new things and new items. And but there's but there's certain items that are never going to come off Absolutely. That ever. Absolutely. For here, ever, moving forward. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the clubhouse will, I think, forever be a recurring yes. item. Uh, so that was, a, I think it was a two or three page petition. And then the day we actually took it off the menu, we had, I think it was 10 guys who came up at the bar top. They all ordered beers, bunch of beers. They each ordered a clubhouse and fries and said, see, this is why you can't take this clubhouse <laughs> off this menu. <laughs> and it, was, it was a beautiful thing because yeah, you go, awesome. oh man, these people, they get yeah, us every time. Yeah, exactly. The menu was already yeah. printed. It was too late. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, boys. Enjoy yeah. it. Um, <laughs> you guys do well in the poutine cup, weren't you? The first, weren't you the the winners of the poutine cup the first two years? We were, yeah. And you know, we didn't compete this past September, right. Just because I was pregnant, and uh, so how well, dare you? And, and you know, like, and Lanil had just had a baby a few months before, and you know, we just looked at each other and just said, you know what, like we want to do it, but like we need to think about our families right now. Um, although I did have a judge say to me after. We really wish you would have been there because we know that you would have won. So, yeah, it was it was very hard to not compete because it's just in my blood to Mm -hmm. compete in cooking competitions. Especially if you win the first time, you got to defend. No, it's it's not even that. I just love it. Like it's just so fun. It's just I'm a very competitive person. So, and it's such a fun event. But it's it's amazing. It's like it's one of my favorite nights of the year. So to not to not be able to go was. uh, yeah, a little disappointing, but that's okay. We have two beautiful baby girls that uh, that's okay. The poutine cup cute. can be set aside for now. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, what what poutine did you guys make? And you and you uh, the first years? year we <laughs> made. You remember? It was, yeah, it was called the sweet and salty. Yeah. Um, so it was fries, cheese curds. It was a uh, Jack Daniel's gravy. And then it had um, like an apple compote, like a bacon crumble, goat cheese. Oh, a bacon almond crumble and goat cheese. It was awesome. Yeah, that sounds yeah. ridiculous. And then the second year we did the drunken baba. The so drunken was, baba? Yeah. Drunken that, was baba. A, that was a hit. The Ukrainian poutine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so was it? it was fries, yeah. cheese curds. Uh, <laughs> it had like a caramelized onion gravy, yeah. uh, raw beets, diced pickles. And then it had like a vodka horseradish sour cream on top. It was awesome. It was so good. So good. So I would like. Good. I would like one of those right I now. Want, yeah, I want one right now too. <laughs> so, are you going in it, twenty seventeen? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> probably. We're we'll probably see. Going into it. We'll see. I don't know. We haven't you, been invited. You're gonna leave people hanging. You're gonna leave them hanging. Well, you know what? We have to be invited. We haven't been invited. It's a little early still. So. All right. Make sure you're invited. Yeah. 
Back after the break to talk more about the Marion Street Eatery here on 680 CJOB. Welcome back to the show. I'm here talking with Melissa and Laniel, who are the owners of the Marion Street Eatery. Okay, so now that the restaurant is going, things are, what is this, three years? Three years. Three years. Is the restaurant what you visioned it to be when you guys were drinking your wine and you were trying to convince her? <laughs> It's so much more. Oh, my gosh. I remember. It's actually so funny. If you look back in our notes, it says, like, open restaurant, make our own hours, be home more, uh, spend time with family. (laughs) Spend time with family in restaurant. Take that page out and just burn it because that's not true. You know what? It's, It's not at all how I imagined it to be. And to be honest, like, the past three years have been insane. But I think it's... It's so much more than I could ever imagine or that I think I ever could have dreamed of. Like, I think we were just, you know, we had such low expectations, I think, just because, like, we weren't confident in what we were doing and we didn't know. That's not a bad thing, right? Because there's nowhere to go but up. Well, I think it's just... We weren't afraid to work for it. And that was, like, that was the thing that saved saved us the whole way through is, like, Mm -hmm. neither of us is afraid to work. Neither of us is afraid to... We'll do whatever it takes yeah. to make it happen. And yeah. I think so many restaurateurs go into it very, like, cocky and arrogant. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to open this restaurant, and we're going to be making millions of dollars, and it's going to be awesome, and I'm never going to have to step foot in it. And it's just that that's not realistic to me. And yeah, being a chef, it. like, I am a bit of a control freak. I'll admit that. Laniel knows that. But, like, I want to be there. I want to be part of it. I want to be part of what we're creating. It's, it's not fun for me to open a business and then just walk away. No, there's so much more to it. Like, there's no better feeling than than like the family that we've created mm-hmm. at, within those four like within those four walls like and I'm talking family with the staff like mm-hmm. we have you guys a, were helping the guy with like, his, one of your staff members with a resume when I came in. Right? <laughs> We yeah. were, yeah. You know, I thought it was a business meeting. Then you guys went off and, and he's like, hey, I'm, you know, eight, I was apologizing for yeah. interrupting. He's like, hey, man, don't worry about it. You know, yeah. they're doing yeah. me a favor actually yeah. here. <laughs> it's not a business meeting. They're helping yeah. me out. No, there's some pretty incredible people that we have, yep. that we have working with us. And, and that's our extended family. And then and then that's not even saying, that's not even us going into some of the customers and we, customers we've met along the road as well. Because mm-hmm. um, there's been no greater feeling than when you have someone walk through those doors and, you know, you meet them the first time, you shake their hand, hey, welcome here, what brings you here? Oh, you just heard about us, that's great. Like, welcome here, enjoy your meal, thanks for coming, mm-hmm. you know, thanks for choosing us. And then the next week, seeing them walk through those doors again, holy smokes, is that, that there's no more special feeling than that. Yeah, and really then up. some of those people now come more often on a weekly basis, and yeah. you create these relationships with these people, and that's what I never would have thought of. That's mm-hmm. the stuff that, that you don't realize you gain through all that hard work and through all that sweat and through all those tough days, you so easily forget about all those special moments that we have every single day when I walk through those doors and I shake someone's hand or see someone or, you know, we're serving someone a coffee. It's it's so special that they chose to come to us. And that's a pretty, that's a pretty amazing feeling. That is awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Yeah. The patio, was the patio always there? Did you guys build that? that that's a cool little patio. It was patio. always there. Was it? Yeah. It was always there. It, was always it just there. wasn't really used much. Always there, barely used. Like, as it is, did you guys have to recondition it, it, or that's what it was? We built some, like, garden boxes to grow fresh herbs on the patio, but that's about it. That was attached to the other restaurant? Yes. Wow, it looks awesome. Really, it's in great shape. 
Yeah, it's amazing. It's hmm, great I thought experience. you guys would have added that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. All right, you know what? Let's give people some basic information, such as how many people your restaurant seats, you, uh, where you're located, your hours, how they can get a hold of you. Marion Street Eatery, uh, located on Marion Street, um, so right in the heart of St. Boniface. Um, we are open seven days a week. Sundays we do breakfast on Sundays. That's nine till two. Um, otherwise, every other day of the week, open till eight, um, Monday through Thursday and then till nine Friday Saturday, um, so that's breakfast, lunch, dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? What were some of the other questions there? Yeah, uh, how many seats? We seat about yeah. sixty-five people. Yeah. Our patio seats about twenty, twenty-five. Um, yeah, doors are doors are always open. We're always happy to welcome anyone. Do you have to take reservations yeah. or just take? Do Don't do. take reservations. So it's kind of fir- first come, first serve basis. Which but, it should uh, be. That's how it should be. Right? Yeah, but uh, but it's actually kind of neat how it works out. So. I, sometimes we get a lot of customers that come in and they'll either like take a walk around the neighborhood while they're waiting on their table or some people go next door to the to the dark side as they call it the dark side. Um, uh, which the is bar. a beautiful thing they go yeah. to the bar and they have a drink <laughs> and we'll go get you while, yeah. while you're waiting on your table we'll come get you and then uh, I, I call that the perfect well-rounded customer is someone who goes and has their drink while they're waiting on a table on in the bar Comes into the eatery, has their lunch at the eatery, and then on their way out, stops by the vendor and grabs a case of beer. The perfect customer. Um, uh, and but, it happens uh, a lot. Yeah, it does. That's it awesome. does. Yeah, yeah that's so it's good. pretty neat. Maybe gets an ice cream next door. Yeah, yeah, it's great. So, <laughs> um, uh, but uh, but yeah, so that's that's a little bit of a little bit about us. But that's awesome. Yeah. One last question before you split. <laughs> Would you ever consider opening another one? Oh. People ask us this all the For time. For sure they do. Of course I've got an answer to that. I like I said, I posted I posted a picture of us three you know, in front of your mm-hmm. restaurant. Tons of emails, tons of text messages about people that have gone there. I'm like, holy smokes, these guys are popular. I don't think that I would ever open a second location. I mm-hmm. don't think that's something that I would ever do. But if I had the choice to do it all over again, mm-hmm. absolutely no question. Yeah, we do it all over again. Um, but I think I love what we got. And, and you know, there's something to be said about, about just – just focusing on that one spot. I, I don't think it's something that we'd want to do would be to stretch us too thin. Right. So I agree. Like, like I said, you yeah. like doing something, working, you know, focusing on doing yeah. one thing really good. Yeah, exactly. Really well. I yeah. agree. Great English, Kevin. Really good. <laughs> <laughs> Lenille and Melissa, thanks for coming in. Beautiful. Thank you. If you haven't been down to the Marion Street Eatery yet, you're missing out. It's at 393 Marion Street, so head down there when you get a chance. On another note, you all know my love for craft beer, and many of you know that the 15th annual Flatlanders Beer Festival is coming up on June 9th and 10th at the MTS Center, which has over 80 booths and 250 beers and ciders and food trucks and education seminars. But there are many pre-festival events that you may not know about, such as Meet the Locals 2.0, hosted by the Manitoba Brewers Association. So that has taken place at Brazen Hall Kitchen and Brewery at 800 Pembina Highway, Tickets are $30. That is on June 6th. That is where you can come out and sample spectacular beer from your local breweries. With over 10 new local breweries, the local beer scene has never been better in Manitoba. So there's going to be prizes and food trucks and great conversation. Also, on Wednesday, June 7th, 2017, um, starting at uh, 7 o'clock, King's Head, which is located at 120 King Street, is uh, hosting Eat and Drink Like a King. And that is being put on by Granville Island Brewing at the King's Head Pub. Also, Chibo Waterfront Cafe has having a summer sizzler, and that's taking place Thursday, June 8th, from 4 o'clock to 10 o'clock. 
right? And that's located at 339 Waterfront Drive, and that's an evening influenced by both the Flatlanders Beer Festival and True North Youth Foundation. Um, regular items, as well as fe- a feature appetizer and dinner entree, will be paired up with Lake of the Woods Brewing Company offerings, and proceeds from this will benefit the True North Youth Foundation. And also, Surly Brewing Company is doing their Manitoba launch. Manitoba is the first Canadian market to welcome Surly Brewing Company north of the border. So they're doing a meet and greet with uh, Surly Brewing Company sales and brewing staff. And you can enjoy the first few pints of this beer industry legend poured in Canada. Uh, Tickets are $40 and that is happening at Barley Brothers at 2005 Pembina Highway. And that starts at 7 to 10 o'clock. That's it for me and the main ingredient. I will talk to you next week, maybe about more beer, here on 680 CJOB. This is 680 CJOB.